There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Happy 80th birthday today to the iconic singer and songwriter Barry Manilow, who was born on June 17, 1943. Manilow is currently performing a residency in Las Vegas where you'll hear hits like Mandy, I Write the Songs, and Copacabana. But we briefly spoke in 2015 for what was then thought to be his farewell tour at DC's Verizon Center, now Capital One Arena. Hey, Mr. Manilow, thanks for joining us on WTOP. Sure, Jason. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get this straight. Um, so you're coming to the Verizon Center on February 27th as part of your uh, one last time final tour. Um, how many cities on this tour? Uh, 25, I think. I end in June in Brooklyn, where I come from, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And uh, that should be an emotional evening, saying goodbye to my friends in Brooklyn. You know, D.C., I, I played D.C., I, I bet you I played D.C. 25 times. I played someplace at the beginning, back in 1975, called The Cellar Door. You're probably too young to remember The Cellar Door. I've heard, I've heard stories about it. <laughs> they, we opened there, and they forgot to put a piano. They forgot to get, because I was, uh, every, every place had a, a supply us with a piano. And I got on for sound check, and there was no piano. Oh, no. <laughs> so we had to cancel our first night at the cellar door. And then the next thing I remember about DCI, I opened the MCI Center there. Does that still exist, the MCI Center? Yeah, they changed the name. Now it's called the Verizon Center, just a different cell phone carrier. <laughs> right. So I'm playing there, right? Uh, at the Verizon Center, right? So I, I'll never forget the MCI Center. They had barely finished it, but they let everybody in, and there were only two restrooms open. Can you imagine this? Wow. Trying to pee. They were holding their, they were crossing their legs for my entire show <laughs> because there was, there was only two restrooms open. Oh, that, that's some great stories. Your first DC show, you had to you had to cancel because there's no piano, and the second one, there's only a couple bathrooms. That's fantastic. Well, hopefully, we've gotten those worked out over the last couple years. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. <laughs> um, and I see that your tickets are starting at nineteen dollars and seventy five cents to for a special anniversary. There's a reason for that. Explain that. Well, this they tell me this is the fortieth anniversary of Mandy of the release of Mandy, and that was in 1975, so uh, we decided to put tickets up uh, for sale for 1975. Uh, that's kind of a, a, little, a little inside uh, uh, information there. A little clever. It's a nice uh, low price, though. I mean, speak to a little bit about how, you know, yeah, it, it coincides with the year, but it also might get some more fans in that maybe couldn't afford a high ticket price. That would be great. That would be great. I'd love to uh, uh, perform for as many people as I can knowing that I may not be back there, you know, and doing what I do. Uh, 
And that'd be great. That'd be great if new people came down. You know, I do what they call music and lyrics. Isn't that odd? Isn't that odd? <laughs> what a strange concept. <laughs> what a strange thing. So, uh, you know, come down and you'll hear music and lyrics. It's Great. <laughs> People don't do that anymore. <laughs> Talk to that a little bit. Why do you think the industry shifted such like that? It seems to me it shifted. Uh, it, it, it went to the rhythm, and it's mm-hmm. just fantastic. They make great records, just great records. You can't listen. I can't get enough of Uptown Funk. I, it's, un- it's unbelievable. It's a great song. But, uh, it's fantastic. But, um, I do miss, you know, a song that's got a beautifully written lyric and a beautiful melody. Uh, that, that seems to have taken a nosedive. I guess people call it old-fashioned. But for me, uh, I, I like feeling something. I like music that makes me feel something, not just music that makes me tap my toes. And I, I do miss that kind of songwriting. Well, there's a, a certain element of storytelling that gets lost when it's just about the toe tapping. You know, there's, it's, nice when you can, it's nice when you can combine both. Um, that's true. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which of your songs do you think uh, are you most... I mean, you've played them a million times. I'm sure all of your hits, you know, from Mandy to, to the Copa. But, um, yeah, but You know, Jason, they've become more than just pop ditties. You know, when I hit when I hit Mandy or Could It Be Magic or I write the songs or Copacabana, you know what? What for me it becomes memories of this young guy who didn't know what was about to happen to him. <laughs> when I rec- you know, when I recorded Mandy, it was one of ten songs for my second album, and I was just hoping one of these ten songs maybe maybe would become a hit. I finished Mandy. I went home. I, I could, you know I picked up the dry cleaning. I fed the dog. And <laughs> And a month later, my life exploded. I didn't know what was gonna. <laughs> I didn't know what was gonna happen. So you know, when I sing Mandy, I remember that young kid not knowing what was about to happen to him. Do you still pinch yourself years later out there when you know those songs come on? You remember that young guy? I do. I do. As a matter of fact, back in the wings before I go out, I say to my stage manager, "Is anybody out there?" <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Well, it's good. You never want to take that for granted. It's good to be able to keep no. that mindset. Um, yeah, is this? I never do. Um, you know, bands will launch farewell tours all the time, and then it seems like they they come back and go again. Is this and definitely you know, the never, final one? You never know. You never know. Listen, today I'm saying this is the last time. You know, come back in a couple of years, and I may I may be lying, but right now <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> so yeah, this is the last one for now, as far as for we now. know. That's <laughs> that's up now. It is, yeah. Um, in terms of if some of our listeners are, you know, I'm sure some of them are going to be your hardcore fans. How about if there's some people that that um, might be a little too young? How do how, how can what's the pitch we can give them to come out and see it um, on the 27th? Well, at the very least, I bet you even the younger people have heard my music over the years, you know, on their parents' sure. uh, iPads and, uh, you know, on TV and all. You American know, Idol you or something. Away, you can't get away from me. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, there's a lot of a lot of songs. I'm one of the lucky guys who has a catalog of songs that keep being played. So you know, it'll be familiar to them. And anyway, it's an entertaining show. You know, uh, I, I met somebody a couple of days ago, and they thought I just sat at the piano and sang ballads. I said, uh, no, not exactly. I'm one of those guys that likes to run around the stage and entertain an audience. So it's an entertaining show. I think everybody will have a good time. They usually do. Awesome. Well, thanks for making time to join us, and hopefully we get, you know, the Verizon Center gets the bathroom issues worked out, and we get you a piano this time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jason. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.